Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hi, Courtney. How are you today? I'm so grateful to be here. <laughs> like, seriously, I've been wanting to be on your podcast for a while now. Oh my goodness. Well, I am honored to have you. And so I just feel so good and like really aligned with how we even connected in the first place, which we can talk about a little later. But I am super interested in learning more about your story and getting the Hey Girl listeners acquainted with you. So before we dive in, can you please let everybody know who you are and what you do? Yes. So my name is Courtney Jolivet, but I go by Earth Mama Naturals and P.S. Love Jolie on Instagram. And I'm a holistic herbalist, nutritionist, and a doula. And right now we're venturing off into building a bus conversion. So that's what I'm being known for right now is everyone watching me build a home out of the bus that we built, that we bought. Let me just start by saying that we connected on Instagram. I popped on a live on my making a home here page and wanted to chat with folks and you were one of the people who requested to join in and when you showed me the bus that you're turning into a house (laughs) I want to start there and then we'll circle back into your doula work why a bus I had originally been asking my partner because I'm a minimalist and he's more of a conventional realist. He loves homes, but I've always wanted to be more outside than inside. And I've lived off grid before, but he hasn't. And I asked him for like two years straight, can we get a bus? I had been watching it on YouTube. I was like, I want to do that. Can we get a bus? He's like, no, we got too many kids. We're not doing that. And I was like, yes, we are. I want to do it. So I ended up telling him, I was like, listen, I found the bus in Alabama. We're going to get it tomorrow. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, we're going to get a bus. And so once I showed him, and neither one of us has prior experience doing anything that we've done so far. Mm-hmm. And once I showed it to him, he was like, okay, we could try it out. Like we have things that we need to do and financial stability and financial freedom, things that we want to clear out. And I felt like that was a necessary step. And plus I want my kids back into nature and doing things that I feel like is vital for them to learn from. Mm-hmm. So, but you're having fun. That is really brave of you to be like, I really want to dive into this. I want to be back connected with my roots to lean deeper into minimalism and also give this unconventional experience to your children. So as your partner, you know, started to slowly get on board, what have they been saying about this process of building a home together on a bus? And are your kids excited? Are they helping? Like, how is this working for you all? Oh my God, they're having so much fun. So we have three boys and one girl. Their ages range from 12 to 2, 2 being the youngest. And they're having so much fun with it right now. I didn't think that they wouldn't dislike it, but I didn't think that they would like it as much as they're they're loving it now. They even tried to stay out there a couple nights and I'm like, not yet. You can't yet. You can't do that. <laughs> because we've already built their bunk beds and we placed their mattresses up there and they're just like, can we sleep out here now? And I'm like, I know you want to, but we're not going to do that yet. <laughs> yeah. And they're having fun learning and engaging 
and helping. They're getting to be able to use some of the tools that the ones that we're, you know, comfortable with them using, mm-hmm. painting. And they're just real crafty anyway because I homeschool. Mm-hmm. So they're having fun just doing that regardless. Right. They're like they're boys. So you can just imagine how our days go. <laughs> say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, I was going to say, how is homeschooling with your three youngest? Yes, so they're pretty good at it already. My oldest was already homeschooling. My middle son, who was still in public school up until the chaos that just happened, he's actually in a talented and gifted program Mm -hmm. prior to me homeschooling. So he's in a second grade, but does fourth grade work. And he just started back homeschooling because of, you know, the situation that's going on. And he's transitioning well and with our other two they they just basically go off of unschooling so I let them learn as they go mm-hmm. <laughs> and the baby girl she just she tells me what she wants to learn if she's not interested in it I'm just not even gonna try it right then because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they have to be engaged especially with her being two yeah which she, she's pretty good good at it she reads so she has fun with that like they're pretty hands-on so where are you located We are in Atlanta, Georgia. How is it being a family of color in Atlanta, Georgia, who homeschools and who lives unconventionally, but also who is in the work of holistic healing, doula work, and supporting ourselves and our body through nature and herbs and those types of things? How has that been for you living in Atlanta? Yeah, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with how Atlanta is, but it's full of Black businesses and Black workers and Black holistic herbalists and all types of interests. But it's really a full-blown community of brown people. But we don't have many that do bus conversions. We don't have as many doulas as we need, and we don't have as many holistic workers as we need. The community is wide-range, but the diversity of it and the amount of people that we actually need versus the amount of people that we have, is it different. So I work amongst myself. I work for myself. I get my own clients and navigating through my birth world as a home birther and Mm -hmm. a hospital birther is totally different. (laughs) I've had to come over all type of obstacles dealing with the, you know, the healthcare facilities and their mandates. And it's just a, it's a chaos of things. And the whole thing that I found out with the community of bus conversions, I've only actually found one other woman. Oh, wow. Yes. And she's a, um, she was my woman of the womb and it's her, her husband and their two youngest daughters, which she helped me so much with trying to find out how we get 
the bus transfer over from, you know, bus to camper RV motor on the insurance and getting people insurance because that was a task in itself. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to take on um, taking a bus conversion and listing it as an RV or motorhome. But we got around it. So awesome. that helped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see more of us not necessarily saying that we can't do it because that was the first thought everyone hit. It was like, how are y'all going to do that? Like, is that a lot of money? That's the first thing to come to everyone else. I'm like, okay, we don't think about financial. You think about the freedom of instead. Hmm. So when you go into something, you're not panicking and stressing of how you're going to do it, but rather as it's going to get done. And mm-hmm. that's how we're navigating through it so easily because we're not focusing on everything else. We, we're like, okay, it's going to be fine. We're doing this for a reason. <laughs> I think that's a great mindset to have that you're not letting the financial aspect run you away from the freedom that you essentially are trying to cultivate and create for your family. And I think that's so important. And I love that you said how rich the black culture and brown culture is in Atlanta. I've only been twice and I have not gotten to explore the way I've wanted to, but hearing that you have a community of folks in the herbalism world and also just black folks doing things for themselves with their community is phenomenal. And you know, I'm all about community and us leaning on each other and lifting each other up. So the fact that you found a woman, even though it's just y'all two that you know of right now, (laughs) and she's helping you is really just showing how important it is that we come together and that sisterhood is monumental in growing forward and leaning on each other. Absolutely. I always tell people like you ask for a village, but no one actually knows how to operate in a village. Mm. I lean on my community hard. We all keep up with each other. I'm in a group full of sisters. We all do similar things, but different businesses. We all work for ourselves and we all raise our children together. We all have gardens. We all grow herbs. We all homeschooling, vegan meals, plant-based meals, however you choose to Mm -hmm. raise them. Mm -hmm. We're all together. I I tell my clients all the time, my birth clients, that, you know, I know you want that time to be alone, to nurture your child, but women are supposed to be left alone. Mm -hmm. They're just not. That's neither in the birth realm nor after. So you need a community. And until people realize that that's the hardship of everything, everyone feels like they should do it alone or they don't have anyone. And you just have to find that village that's willing to do it alongside. I love that. I love that so much. So as we wrap up, you know, I have to ask you about self-care and as a mother of four, as a birth worker who is expending all of this energy supporting her community and as someone who is also building the life nail by nail (laughs) for her family, how are you pouring into yourself and how are you taking care of your mental wellness, of your body, of your soul and of your spirit as you tackle all these different things? That question just came just in time because I actually took today as one of those days that I said, it's just going to be about me. I mentioned before postpartum, it doesn't have an expiration date, nor does it have a time frame when you get over it. My youngest daughter is two right now. And I found myself early in this week really breaking down. So I was like, okay, today, the only thing I have on my calendar was this podcast, which I was excited for. I wasn't letting that go. <laughs> I was like, okay, 
I'm going to take time for myself today. Mm -hmm. I broke down all my herbs inside the house. I've dried them out. I'm putting them in jars. I've taken the time to meditate as I would usually, but we've been so caught up in the bus building. And my mate, he took all the kids. He drove out of town and they're gone for today. Oh, wow. I demand (laughs) my space and my self-care days because if you don't, you'll get so caught up in trying to be there for everyone else but yourself especially as a mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm constantly reminding whether they're my postpartum pay on clients or my birth clients or just clients I have in general, I'm constantly reminding them, don't forget yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the most important part because if you're not well, nothing else is going to go exactly how you need it to go. It's not going to go exactly how you need it to go regardless, but if you're not well, nothing else will fall in place because you're the frame. So take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl Podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.